1: Out of Winnipeg a couple days ago the Jets announcing Dustin Bufflin had ankle surgery and it's been an interesting situation with him not being around the team and Kevin Shevelday the the general manager of the Jets saying we weren't directly involved but we knew that he was contemplating that uh that doesn't sound great I'm wondering what you think's going on here well I mean I think it's a really
0: complex matter Reed first of all how did Bufflin sustain the injury? Was it in the off-season in his boat in Minnesota? Or was he fishing? Was he riding his bike? Was he playing with the neighbourhood kids? Uh, that changes a lot of the perspective. If he wasn't working out and the injury wasn't sustained while he was doing, quote-unquote, uh, practical hockey exercising and, and training, uh, then there's a huge issue. It's a huge issue about money. It's a huge issue about uh uh, how he gets on uh, LTIR, it's, uh, it's really, really complex. And when you consider from the beginning of the season, uh, we've all been aware of the issue with Bufflin and whether he wanted to play or not. Uh, he did move his family to Winnipeg, so that gave you a, a real thought that he wanted to be committed to the hockey club. But obviously this injury has changed things. What we do know, Reed, the one thing we do know, he's not playing for at least four months, mm-hmm. one way or the other.
1: Yeah, which is uh, we're going to we see, and I should mention as well another note from the Winnipeg Jets, and a lot of people uh, in oil country. I'm sure you've heard about this, but I I should want to touch on it here. Uh, Mark Letestu, and uh, John, I've known Mark since he was uh, 16 years old, playing junior B for the St. Paul Canadians. The Jets announcing he has myocarditis, probably uh, about six months to get over that, but he is expected to make a full recovery. This is an inflammation of the heart, which can reduce the heart's ability to pump, and I thank the uh, internet and some other reporting for that, because uh, I'm no doctor. But Mark, one of the good guys in the game, and uh, the Jets brought him in for a bit of a veteran presence, so he's going to Take it easy for a while, and uh, hopefully, he's, uh, his his life and his hockey career resumes as normal after that.
0: You, you know what, Reed? Uh, Mark Letestu uh, is a real testament, and it's a real testament to his character uh, that uh, no matter where he plays, uh, there's a ton of loyalty. Uh, you know, even in Pittsburgh, where he had a, uh, some time. Columbus, I know the people in Columbus. Uh, Absolutely loved what Letestu did on and off the ice. Obviously, his time in Edmonton and being an Alberta boy made, I think, made a difference for him. Uh, And and we all know uh, that the Jets have been trying to find a little bit of secondary leadership, somebody who can settle some of those strong-willed characters down a little bit. You know, they tried it with Matt Hendricks last year. Uh, And Mark Letestu was supposed to be uh, helping out with that this year. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. But it's a testament to his character that he's been able to stay in the league as long as he has.
1: John Shannon joining us on the City Ford Face-Off show. We get you ready for the Oilers and Penguins coming up at 11 o'clock. First half of a doubleheader here on 630 Chet. Eskimos and Rough Riders are at 2. John, the Penguins, you know, Bob and I were talking about the star power in this game in the first half hour of the show. Obviously, Crosby and Malkin leading the way for the Penguins. The Oilers roll in with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Uh, Pittsburgh has been, I, I, I kind of I, I kind of group everything coming out of the, the lockout, the 0 4 lockout together. Since then, we've seen the Penguins. Penguins. Penguins make the Stanley Cup final multiple times, win three times. Chicago's won three cups. Uh, A couple cups for the LA Kings. This season, though, uh, you know, the LA Kings don't look like they're going to be a very good team. We'll see which way it goes for Chicago. To me, they, they might be competing for a wild card spot, sort of the same category I thought the Oilers might be in before the season. We'll see how that develops but the penguins have have kind of kept plowing away they maybe haven't had at least me observing it a drop off like maybe the blackhawks and the kings have had or might be on the verge of having how how do how do you see that in the penguins sustained success success well
0: even if you look at the decade Reed, you look at this decade when when there are the the three teams with multiple cups Chicago, L.A., Pittsburgh—the resilience of the Penguins and uh, the ability of whatever manager, whether it be Ray Shiro or Jim Rutherford, uh, to go and adapt and and make changes so that this team can still play competitive hockey—is um, truly amazing. Um, they probably better than anybody in the league have managed the cap better. Uh, they've you know they've juggled it. Uh, they've uh, worked it in so that in f- when they were forced to get rid of veteran players, they had young guys in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, their AHL team, to come in and, and supplant them. Uh, I, I think it's a real testament to this organization how well and how consistent uh, they have been over that period of time. And uh, when you do look at L.A., and I, you're, you're, a, you're a cup half full guy on Chicago. I don't think Chicago has any chance right now of making the playoffs. Uh, they're, just, they're just not strong enough. I think the Oilers are a much better team than they are. Um, but when you look at L.A., Chicago, Pittsburgh, the multiple cup winners of this decade, um, and Pittsburgh's still in it and Pittsburgh can still do it, uh, it, it's a testament to the club, and it's a testament to two players like Malkin and Crosby have been so consistent over that period
1: of time. Well, and one of the the historical notes that future generations are going to really find interesting about the Penguins. What was it, John? Twice they changed their head coach mid-season and won the Cup. I mean, that's that's pretty rare.
0: Yeah. But again, again, that goes to the decisiveness, uh, the necessity. You know, a lot of a lot of management teams a lot of ownership would 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 have that loyalty to a, to a coach uh but to be able to read the tea leaves at the right time and make those changes uh, i mean and remember i don't know if you remember but when jimmy rutherford took over and mike johnson was the coach he t- he, he waited and waited and waited until the appropriate time to bring mike sullivan in um rutherford deserves a lot of credit for for what this team is when you consider that he he already did it once in carolina and now he's come to pittsburgh and done, and done it again
1: all right and, and final one for you and bob and i were discussing dry his goal total is up there with ovechkin last year in a month his point total trails only kucherov and mcdavid has the rest of the league taken notice of Leon Dreisaitl when well, they've taken notice have they taken notice of him to the extent that they should like now we're how we're talking about him in oil country
0: uh, it will never happen Reed. it will never happen to that level um, it, it's it, it's it's just not you know physically possible if they played more games against Eastern Conference teams maybe yes um, if they played more national games maybe yes uh, but uh, this is one of those classic cases where you have to appreciate the superstars that play in Edmonton, in Edmonton, um, and don't. And really in many ways you can't worry about the rest of the continent uh, giving them credit. Just go and steal the points and, and get out of town. That's really the most important thing. It's as good a one, when you think about it, uh, Crosby and Malkin today, McDavid and Dreisaitl, are there, if, if Malkin's healthy, are there any better one-two punches in the league than these two teams today?
1: No, this is great. Yeah, this is this absolutely. And, and well I think the Oilers I mean second and fourth in scoring last year both top 3 this year. You you can't argue with that as a as a one two punch. Well, well to, here, here,
0: and, and here's here's the one point I want to make about that Reed. This game is seen only in Pittsburgh and it's seen on SportsNet West. This should be in both countries on national television. These two teams, should. somebody should be sitting down and looking at the schedule and saying every time the Pittsburgh Penguins play the Edmonton Oilers, as long as those four players on the roster. They should be seen in both countries and appreciated by as many people as possible.
1: Now, what ha- what happens, and I'm glad you brought that up because actually a, a caller asked <laughs> Rob Brown and I about that on overtime open line, said, why is this game at 11 and why is it not on hockey night in Canada? And I said, look, I don't know about the Penguins' availability or if they want matinees or, or what else. It is funny, All the, every Canadian team is playing in the United States today. That's a tidbit, and that hardly ever happens. But mm-hmm. wh- who... Like, how come Hockey Night in Canada Rogers didn't say, no, "No, no, this is five o'clock Saturday"? How what goes into that? I have
0: no idea. Okay, you know, you know I mean, it it, it, beca- it, it no, it, but it, because it it's dumbfounding. It is truly dumbfounding. This should be one of it, like like when you ran, I ran Hockey Night in Canada for a little bit, and and when we would peg we would peg certain games, every Toronto Montreal game Saturday night. Uh, Vancouver, Toronto, Saturday night. Well, this is one of those nights now. Th- with with these players, this uh, is this is a, a national. And maybe it it's, should be Wednesday's. They have a you know they have a Wednesday night national game too, or a Sunday night national game. But this should be a national game in both countries. This is not just on Hockey Night in Canada. This is on NBC Sports Network too. When we think about getting recognition beyond you know the big five or six teams in the United States, because there's a good chance that. Uh, that Connor McDavid's going to make a mark in the playoffs and people are going to be introduced to him in the United States then where they should have been introduced to him in November.
1: John, always great to have you on. We'll touch base again Monday on the face-off show for the Oilers and the Coyotes. Enjoy this one, man. It's going to be fun.
0: Going to be fun, absolutely. Have a great day, Ray.